Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me once a week. I'm obsessed with constant and never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. Hi, guys. Welcome to the ninth episode of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. First of all, I want to just take a minute and thank you guys. Thank you so much for letting me join you while you're driving, cleaning, having coffee, whatever you're doing. It's definitely my privilege to be able to join you for this little bit of time. I'm a connector and being able to connect with you through this podcast brings me so much joy. And for that, I just, I wanted to thank you for that. Now, this is going to be one of my favorite episodes. It's just a little bit longer, but... It's worth it, I promise. Now, I also have some fun stories included, but also five things I'm going to give you at the end to help you manage your thoughts right now. And they're really good, so hang out with me. There's a quote that's been on my mind, and it's one by my favorite author, one of my favorite authors, Wayne Dyer. He said, change the way you look at things, and the things you look at change. I love this quote so much because it holds true for pretty much everything we do in our life. I have a quick story along the same thought. I have a really good friend, and he was engaged to be married. He had bought a beautiful ring for his fiancée, and things seemed to be really good in the relationship. However, things turned south, and she moved out of the home they shared together and called off the wedding. She also refused to give the ring back that he had spent so much money and also a lot of time picking out for her. My friend at the time had a life coach, and he was struggling so much with what was going on that he decided to talk to his coach about it. It really bothered him that she had left him, and then on top of that, hadn't given the ring back. I think we can all agree that's sort of a difficult situation, to say the least. His life coach asked him a question. He said, do you honestly think you have a chance of getting that ring back? My friend said, no, I don't. So the coach said something to him that changed his life. He said, okay, then how would it make you feel if instead of being angry about the ring, you thought of it as a gift to her and just let it go? My friend thought about it for a minute and said, well, that would change everything. And it did. My point here in telling that story is because nothing about the situation changed except for his thoughts about it. I've used this so many times to help me since he told me that story. So what in your life right now could be better just by changing your thoughts? I was certainly hoping right now we, could, we wouldn't be talking about the coronavirus anymore. I thought we would have that behind us by now. But... It's not the case, and it seems that we're in it for the long haul. And look, if you're listening to this and it's way past the coronavirus, then hang in there with me because this is still going to be relevant, I promise, because there's always going to be major disruptions in our life. So let's kind of talk through the timeline of thoughts and feelings because it seems to me that we're all probably feeling very similar things. Now, of course, there are some that definitely have it worse than others. If you've lost your job, if you have the virus, 
if someone you love has the virus. There's always going to be someone who has it worse. And on the flip side, there's always going to be someone that has it better. But my thoughts go out to you no matter what you're going through. So the first week, our thoughts were all sort of like, okay, you know, this is not a real big deal. You know, we have to stay home. It's kind of like a snow day. So we were all organizing and spring cleaning, cleaning out drawers. I even did a podcast on that, I think. (laughs) So that was our first week. Then the second week came along and we were organized. Our homes were clean. So now we're deciding okay, what are we going to cook for dinner that's new um, and healthy? How are we going to work out? And we're also spending a lot more time with our family, walking around the neighborhoods. And, you know, it was almost like we had this feeling of it, we're all in it together. And now we're in the third week, and we find out that we have another month of quarantine. And that's really weighing on people. And some of us know someone who has the virus. We also know people that are losing their jobs. And that's really weighing on us. Reality has set in that this is bad. And we're hearing that it may even get worse. So how do we handle this week? How do we manage our thoughts about this? The key here is that we do manage them. How many of us, including me, have felt this way? And remember that it's okay and normal to feel the things that I'm about to talk about. Uh, But I'm suggesting, A, that you don't keep them in, and B, we find ways to channel what you are feeling into something good. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So let's talk through some of these feelings you might be having right now. Maybe you're feeling sad because you're missing the connection we all crave. You still have the connection. Pick up the phone and call someone. Get on Zoom and have a big group conversation. My older sister spends a lot of time at home alone, and she loves to play virtual games. I don't do that a lot, but you know what? We played Battleship virtually last night, and I loved it and felt so connected to her. What can you do to feel connected to someone special right now? How about feeling out of sorts because the gym was your sanity and the way to let out your frustration? Why don't you join a virtual yoga class and encourage your friends to join with you so you all do it together? Maybe download the fitness app FitBod. And let it put free workouts together for you and challenge your friends or family to do the same and do it together. My little sister actually inspired me to do this with her. I'm super stoked because we may be a little competitive with each other, but in a good way, I promise. (laughs) All right, so now possibly you could also be feeling as if you're going to lose your mind with your spouse and children being around 24-7. And you're not sure you can handle 30 more days of it. You could put a podcast on and go for a walk alone. (laughs) Put your favorite playlist on and maybe go for a run. Create a playlist that that invigorates you and inspires you to want to get moving. You could put together scavenger hunts for the kids that will keep them busy for an hour or so and go soak in a hot bath. You could find a positive book and lock yourself in the room. 
My point here is to make sure to take the time to take care of yourself. It's so important for you to do that. Now, you also could be pacing around the house thinking that you're losing your mind. Just pacing. I've heard of people doing that. Recognize that being quarantined isn't going to be forever. And these pacing times, they actually could be good breaks from the work you're doing. And think of it as you're doing them intentionally. It's actually been proven that if you are, you are way more effective if you take small breaks in between your work periods. So, hey, you're deciding to do that. All right. What if you recognize you may be drinking too much, which causes the next day to be even worse? Okay, now this is a tough one because so many buffer from all the thoughts that we're thinking right now by drinking. Now my fear is that you pick up a new habit of it and it's going to be really hard to stop. Could you possibly replace a glass of wine with a cup of hot tea? Now before you roll your eyes, and I know that some of you are, (laughs) think about it this way. Hot tea is super comforting. You're drinking to comfort yourself. And I understand that. But do the same thing. You're doing the same thing if you pick up a cup of hot tea. Think about your coffee in the morning and how comforting that is. More than likely, and hopefully you don't put alcohol in your coffee, (laughs) but it's still just as comforting. It's the same idea for your tea. Just give it a shot. Your future self, meaning the you in the morning tomorrow, will thank you. Along the same lines of thought, you could be eating so much that your moods and energy level fluctuate with the wind. Um, It's another way of saying it would be your stress eating, which so many of us do. Decide right now that you're going to put everything in that you eat into a food journal, like MyFitnessPal. That's an app I love. Because you're not going to believe the amount of sugar that health, that health bar has in it or the amount of carbs that you're taking in. Trust me, it's eye-opening. It really was for me. That's Whenever I've needed to drop a, a few pounds, I've done it with my fitness pal because we don't realize what we're eating. Again, your future self will thank you. Summer is right around the corner. And right now is the time to be thinking about that body in a bathing suit. <laughs> Okay, finally, fear and uncertainty are running rampant right now. And so many of us are paralyzed by the fear of the unknown. I I like certainty. (laughs) Most of us do, right? So let's talk about right now what we do know. We know our country has survived worse pandemics, and we're going to survive this one too. We know you don't get the rainbow without the rain. Good things will come from this storm too. We know that if we're all honest, we kind of needed a break. And this is giving us that. We know that we can't control anything but our own thoughts and our own household. This brings me to another quote that's on my mind today. This one's by C.S. Lewis. And I heard it on Russell Brunson's podcast this morning. It's very long, so I'm only going to read the last part. C.S. Lewis was in the middle of World War II when he said this. That was another very scary time for the world. 
Um, people were very, very scared, just like we all are today. Okay, so he said this. This is the first point to be made, and the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. If we are all going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible and human things, praying, working, teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing children, playing tennis, chatting to our friends over a pint and a game of darts, not huddled together like frightened sheep and thinking about bombs. They may break our bodies, but they need not dominate our minds. Such a powerful quote and so relevant even over 70 years later. These feelings we are feeling right now are nothing new. So let's make a decision right now that we're going to come out of this on the other side better in some way or another. Let's make a decision that we're going to be the one in our family or the one in our friend group that turns the conversation back to positive. Let's, let's decide right now to make a decision that we are bigger than this. We are stronger than this. And like C.S. Lewis said, we are not going to let this dominate our minds. So decide today to have a set point for what you are and what you aren't going to do right now. And here's the five things that, of course, you knew I had it coming to suggest that you do each day. Number one, decide how much time you devote to the news and then turn it off. Number two, decide to start your day journaling 10 things you're grateful for. This is actually rewiring your brain for positivity. Number three, decide today that you will make one hour each day of time just for yourself with something positive, a podcast, music, or a book. Number four, decide that you manage your moods by eating for energy and getting some sort of exercise each day. And number five, decide on one thing each day that you can and will change by changing your thoughts about it. I've given you a, a big list up there um, that I talked about earlier of things you could possibly change by changing your thoughts. Okay, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you did, would you please share it with your friends and also leave a five-star rating. It goes a long way, I promise. I salute you for your continued determination during this trying time to continue pursuing and living your wildly successful lifestyle. We can do this. I love you all and my thoughts are with each and every one of you. I'll talk to you in a couple days.